You're listening to the Toolstation Western League podcast with Ian Knockholds and Tom Hiscott. Welcome to episode 19 of the Toolstation Western League podcast with me, Ian Knockholds, and I'm delighted to welcome on the line the author of the bulletin. It is, of course, Tom Hiscott. Hello, Tom. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing really well, thanks. Um, I'm not too bad. Uh, are you getting in the festive spirit? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the last week of uh, work for me, so, um, yeah, starting to, starting to look forward to a little break. Um, bought a few presents and stuff, and, uh, yeah, not tree's not up yet, but, uh, yeah, I do like this time of year. How about yourself? Um, well, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, I think it would be fair to say. I, I enjoyed a very um, festive family experience with the uh, Western Burt Arboretum. Um, on um, uh, on Saturday evening, and um, a lot of the uh, the merchandise that I like to acquire from um, the Tool Station Western League clubs, so we're bringing this back to football, um, uh, was, uh, was 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 in was in fine form because it was keeping me and my wife warm. Um, so yes, you can never have enough scarves and you can never have enough hats. Uh, and of course, I would encourage all the listeners when looking for that final stocking filler before the big day on December the 25th, um, why not take a browse at your local Western League club for all of those little knick-knacks, pin badges, polo shirts, um, replica kits. I do love a bit of merch, as we have discussed on other podcasts. Anyway, there we go. That's my, that's my bit for the, um, for the Western League um, Trade Association. I, I do hope that Santa um, has got a special something in his sleigh for me. Anyway, um, let's talk about the serious business of football. And, of course, that's one of the great things about the festive season, um, Tom, is that the fixtures come thick and fast. We've got plenty of football to discuss and plenty of mouth-watering matches to, um, to get into over the festive period. And we're going to start today's podcast um, with a look at the fixtures starting on Tuesday, the 5th of December, of course. On Monday, we did have that titanic struggle between Melksham and Bridgewater in the FA Vars, which we covered on on last week's podcast, but on this um, on this week we're going to start on um, on Tuesday the fifth of December and luckless Longwell Green Sports. That's where we'll start. But they're showing signs of real fight, aren't they? The visitors were Bridport. They're a cup specialist, and um, it was a narrow affair. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, obviously earlier in the season Longwell Green were letting in lots of goals, but these days. They do seem to have shored things up at the back. Unfortunately, they did fall to a one-nil loss at home to Bridport. But yeah, much better showing, and it was Ed Butcher who scored the only goal of the game after just 18 minutes. Now we'll move on to the fixtures starting on Saturday, the 9th of December. Full Premier Division and First Division roster to run through, and we begin at Bradford Town. They were at home to Brislington. Yeah, and it came down to a pair of second-half goals for Bradford. They claimed the two-nil win. Uh, they were gifted with a golden opportunity to, to break the deadlock after 65 minutes, um, being awarded a penalty. Uh, but Alex Monk saved his, uh, saw his uh, penalty hit the post uh, before having the rebound then saved. Uh, the ball went behind for the corner. And from that corner, uh, Martin Lenahan, um, obviously I haven't seen this, but uh, from what I've read, um, he swung it into the front post. It sounds like a shot and it's gone straight in from the corner. So a brilliant, brilliant piece of skill there. Uh, and then they wrapped up the victory uh, late on through um, Sam Jordan. Well, I've had the pleasure of meeting Martin on a couple of occasions and I'm sure that uh, if he was here to tell us, uh, Mr Lenehan would say that he meant to do that absolutely entirely. So take a bow there, Martin Lenehan. Now, and um, we'll move on to a big clash, uh, the second of the week for Bridgewater Town. Of course, after the FA Vars replay at Melksham on the Monday, they were in action, this time at home. 
but to High Flying Willand, a massive crowd of 174 saw this one. But, Tom, the home fans would not have gone home happy. No, indeed. Uh, a 3 0 loss, unfortunately, for Bridgewater at home to Willand, who, who romped to victory thanks to a, a trio of second half goals. Uh, Craig Veal, who's been doing uh, brilliant recently, uh, he's set the visitors on their way. Uh, just two minutes after the break, uh, before the two Lukes, uh, Luke Mortimer and Luke Alden, uh, added goals quite late on um, to, to, to clean up the, the, the game and uh, take Willen to the 3 0 win. Now, Cadbury Heath against Melksham Town, that one didn't beat the weather, but um, and the only tie that actually didn't beat the weather in the in the Premier Division. But um, Chipping Sodbury Town, they were at home to Longwell Green Sports and something of a, of a uh, well, certainly a positive result for Longwell Green. Yeah, a nil-nil draw for them away at Chipping Sodbury, so their second point of the season. And yeah, as we say, shoring things up at the back, which is probably the best way to go about it if they're going to going to find a way out of the, uh, the the hole they've kind of put themselves in. But yeah, a nil-nil draw for them away from home, and they'll be hoping to pick up uh, a few more points over the Christmas period. Clevedon Town entertained Cribs, and these two teams couldn't be split either, Tom. No, indeed, a two-all draw there uh, at the Hand Stadium, uh, and it was. Uh, Cleveson, who went ahead in just the sixth minute through Lucas Val for five minutes later, Chris Kite uh, equalised for the, the, the away side. Uh, Cleveson then went ahead again uh, through Morgan Williams before George King uh, scored Cripps' second equaliser of the afternoon. Uh, and then Cleveson were uh, given the opportunity to, to take all three points, but unfortunately Kane Ingram saw his penalty missed. Uh, and uh, it finished 2 all, as you say. Hallen, they entertained Bitten. Yeah, another game that ended uh, in a draw. Uh, Hallen equalising quite late on through Tom Colley after Bitten had taken the lead through Jack Allwood. So, yeah, share of the points there as well. Now, Shepton Mallet and Bridport, two sides that on their day are capable of beating absolutely anybody. Um, that was an entertaining tie, and particularly if you're a supporting the home team. Mm, indeed, yeah. Really good performance. Probably the performance of the day. Uh, a 3 2 win for Shepton Mallet. Uh, they found themselves 2 0 down, uh, having had Jack Goodall sent off quite early on. Um, uh, they, they fell behind to Lee Bailey's opener. Uh, Richard Hebditch then doubled the advantage uh, for, uh, for Bridport uh, before Tyson Pollard reduced the, the arose with a well-taken goal. Um, and then into the final 10 minutes, so they were still losing at this stage with 10 men, Shepton Manor, but they managed to, to complete a pretty remarkable turnaround. Harry Ratcliffe uh, was sailed in the box, allowing Pollard to, to equalise from the spot. Uh, and then with just a few minutes remaining, Captain James Billing uh, slotted home to complete the, uh, yeah, complete the comeback, and it was a 3-2 win for Shepton Manor. James Billing again on the score sheet. Street against Hengrove and uh, Street in relentless form, Tom. Yeah, I mean, they're doing it, doing it the best, best way possible. Keep picking up wins and not letting the uh, teams behind them catch them at all. Uh, just a 1-0 win for them on Saturday, but that will be enough. And uh, they went close on a couple of occasions quite early on without managing to, to break the deadlock, but they finally did in the 36th minute through David O'Hare, uh, and that proved enough to be to, for, the, for the three points. Now, our next tie... Uh, sees lowly Wellington taking on uh, Buckland Athletic. It's been a difficult week for Buckland. Um, they've uh, parted company with their manager, Ellis Late, who uh, I very much enjoyed interviewing during last season's highly entertaining FA Vars run. Um, they have announced um, today uh, that uh, they've appointed a new manager. Adam Castle has accepted the role of interim manager for an undefined period, so um, it'll be interesting to see what impact... Adam has, and hopefully we'll be catching up with um, with him um, before um, too long. But it was certainly a good time for Wellington to take on Buckland, Tom. Yeah, indeed, and Wellington made the perfect start to this game. 2-0 up uh, within no time at all. Uh, both goals coming from Connor Pengelly. Uh, in the first 17 minutes, that is, um, 2-0 up. 
Uh, Buckland did manage to, to get back into the game. Jared Lewington, um, very trustworthy. Uh, he, he had a go with another goal uh, just before the hour mark, but uh, Wellington managed to hang on and claim another home win. And after that impressive win at home to Buckland, I took this opportunity to catch up with Clive Jones, one of my favourite managers in the whole of the Tool Station Western League, to get his thoughts not just on that impressive victory, but also on how Wellington have fared this season after their promotion from the First Division. I started off by asking Clive on his thoughts on that impressive victory against high-flying Buckland. I said to some of the players after the game, to be honest, it's our best result of the season. You know, I think we've played better, but to beat a side as strong as I admire as a club as Buckland, yeah, it's really, it's really nice for the players and they deserve it. Absolutely. I mean, probably a good time to be playing Buckland because of the, the recent departure of, of Ellis Lake, but you don't become a bad team overnight and they've done very well in recent seasons in the Premier Division. They are a class act. So, um, I mean, going into that game, what were you hoping for? Well, I, I did not like the Ellis situation until I turned over the club. I got the club at half past 12 and I've known Ellis for a long time. Top player, good manager. But the whole team was still there. And, and I thought that it made my job harder, if anything, because I thought that more proof they could do it. Um, they've got a lot of quality players. We just took them on and we come out two one winners on the day. So, no, I was taking a draw, you know, because we are struggling against the top sides. There's a lot of good players in this league. And Buckland got two or three of them themselves. So we can, I can only praise the players for Saturday. Of course, I had the pleasure of speaking to you a couple of occasions last uh, season, <laughs> and on, on one of the, you know one of those occasions, it was to celebrate your promotion from the first division. Of course, yeah. you went up as champions, and on that occasion, you told me you knew exactly how hard it was going to be for yeah. Wellington this season. Has it proved to be every bit as hard? Uh, I, I don't normally admit to mistakes, but I got it wrong. I didn't think it'd be this hard. I knew it'd be hard. Uh, and I thought with the way all the Western League clubs seem to be moving to the Southern League, the Premier League wouldn't be as good. But I've come up, up against teams like Bradford, who I've never seen before, how Street improved. There's a lot of good players in this league. And we're finding it very harder than I thought. I have to be honest, I got it wrong. Well, you've been in good form of late, haven't you? you yes, it, yes. It's, it's, perhaps it's been a little bit of a slow start to the season, but you have been in, um, in, in good form of late. So you, you, you've obviously learned from your mistake. Oh, I don't know that. I think I take the praise for that. I've just said to the players, as simple as I can be, is that I don't think any team works harder than Wellington. But when you're playing against good players, you cannot just work for 90 minutes. You have to play yourself. Because the top players will pick you off in the end. You'll just run you into the ground. And we have overworked. It sounds a silly thing for managers to say, but I believe we work too hard. And I've just been trying to get them to keep the ball and play more themselves. And against the teams in mid-table, we, we've done better. Like I say, Saturday was the, the best one of all, beating your side as strong as Buckland. Going into this season, what were your targets? What, were your, what was your hope for Wellington in, your, in this Premier Division season? I made no secret of it. I told all the players I didn't expect to win this league and be fighting four or five from the bottom, but we are. My, before the season started, I was aiming for 10th place. And I knew that would take some doing and a lot of hard work. So looking at your next fixtures then, it doesn't get any easier for you, does it? Because no. you've, got, you've got Bradford Town coming up this Saturday. That's going to be yeah. a very difficult game. But, um, I mean, you must be in a positive frame of mind following, following that result against um, Buckland. Well, I looked at December and the first three games were against second, third and fourth. We lost to Willen, top, top side, very good side. They beat us comfortably both times. We've just beaten Buckland and now we play Bradford. Oh, I believe, 
I've not seen Melksham, but the best team I've seen. When they played us up there, they beat us 3-0, and I stood back and watched how they played, and it just really impressed me. Whether it's enough for them to win the league above street and willing, I don't know. But Bradford impressed me more than anybody. One of the things that will hopefully help you over the course of the uh, of the Christmas period, when the games, of course, come yeah. thick and fast, is those games are coming thick and fast at North Street. So um, is that a positive for you? I've got to be. People forget, and I, and I thank the Western League, because obviously they bend the rules slightly for us. Our first nine games of the season away from home. Now, I challenge any manager to take that on. It's not easy. You know, so it's got to give us a bit of advantage at home. We went all after losing, not losing. We've really lost once this year. So we've got to use that to our advantage. But good players will still come and take us on. Now, when I spoke to you last season, um, you told yeah. me that you felt it would take 10 wins to keep you in the division. You're halfway yeah. there. You've only played 17 matches. Does that mean that you're ahead of schedule? No. No, we're behind because I thought I'd have more points by now. Ten points, that was just me being a bit flippant. Ten wins, sorry, me being a bit flippant. Said to the club, that's what we need to make sure we stay up. But in my second breath, I'm telling people I want to try to come tenth. So you're going to have to win more than ten games to come tenth, aren't you? One of the other things that, that struck me from our previous conversations, you were very honest yeah. about where Wellington sat uh, in, the, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Last season was not a season that you had initially envisaged um, a, a promotion push, and you knew it was going to be difficult to keep hold of your squad um, going yeah. into this campaign. So has that yeah. proved to be the case, or have you been really pleased by, um, uh, by the team that you've been able to keep together? I'm pleased I've kept the, the main nucleus of the side. It's really disappointing to lose Jack Taylor. You know, because I, I, I just really like having players like Jack in my side. I understood why he went to Bridgewater. And a couple of players I'm pleased have stayed when they could have left. But that'll always be the way. And I've told the younger Wellington players, if they want to go and try to the Thornton or Tiverton's or your Willens, they've got to do well for me and Wellington first. So I never stand in people's way. You know, but I'm pleased the ones that stayed. And we're starting to turn around slowly. You're doing a grand job, Clive. Thank you very much for taking the time to speak to the podcast. And I I wish you a Merry Christmas and I look forward to talking to you in the new year. Well, I thank you very much and I wish all the clubs a Merry Christmas, but not when they play us. And finally, in the Premier Division, Wells City, they entertained your very own odd down, Tom, and uh, I'm sure you had a a happier Saturday Mm. because of it. Indeed, yeah, a little 3-0 win for for down away from home. Kai Simpson uh, getting them on their way before there was a debut goal for Charlie Richards and then Ash McGrain back amongst the goals. He scored quite late on uh, a 3-0 win for odd down. Boss, we need some supplies for tomorrow. Oh, what's that? It's the helping hand from Toolstation. But it's a... Uh... A hand, yes. It's showing me around the Toolstation website. Nice. Yeah. I've selected paints, cables, sealant and plumbing fittings. I can check up to the minute stock, hit this button, thanks hand, and it's ready to collect in 20 minutes. So get the van. Can't the hand? It can't reach the pedals. Fair enough. Click and collect another helping hand from Toolstation. Your best mate for the job. Now, in the first division, and we start with Bishop Sutton at home to Bristol Telephones. Yeah, indeed, and it was a big win for Bishop Sutton here. They're now up to seventh in the table. Uh, I'm not sure who scored their goals, unfortunately. So, yeah, 4-2 win. Plenty of goals to, 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 to see for the, the fans. But, um, yeah, a 4-2 win, and they're up to seventh, as I say. Doing really well. Well, I've got good news for you, Tom. I caught up with Dave Stone to get his, his thoughts on that impressive win against Bristol Telephones. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're, um, 
We're absolutely delighted. We lost last week and uh, we needed to bounce back and we did. Yeah, scoring four goals, you've not done, you've not done that for a while. Um, um, did, did the form of your strikers surprise you or do you think you've been waiting to, to get that many in a game? Um, well, our striker didn't score on Saturday. He, uh, he hasn't scored for about five or six games. But you know, the lad's been chipping in with goals and we've been creating chances, but due to poor finishing, we haven't been getting the results like last week when we should have been 3 nil up before uh, anything happened. You know, we didn't take our chances and they went on to score. Well, you certainly took your chances on Saturday. There's obviously a touch of the, the Jose Mourinho's false number nine um, about Bishop <laughs> Sutton this season. You mentioned that defeat to um, to Welton Rovers um, last week, but you did win at home to Devizes. You've had an interesting season so far, haven't you? Um, nine wins, nine defeats. You're handily placed in seventh. Do you think that sort of is a, is a good reflection of how you've been playing so far this season? Yeah, we, we haven't been as consistent as... We should be, and I think that's the reason why we are in the position we are, really, because there's games where we should have won and end up losing in the end, but there's games that we should have lost and we went on to win, so that lack of consistency again have cost us this season, but we're doing what we can. You know, it's, it's a new team, all the lads have, are coming in from lower levels, and we're doing what we can just to uh, get it right. So a, a bedding down period um, is not unreasonable. What were your expectations going into this campaign? Did uh, you know? Did you did you say to your, your playing squad at, at Bishop Sutton that you you know you you were you were pushing for this sort of top half of the table um, finish? Uh, I want to go further. I don't just want to finish in the top ten. We're trying to finish as high as possible, get an FA Cup spot if we can, and uh, push on for next season. Well, so far, so good. You've got um, Wincanton Town at home at Lakeview on, um, uh, on, on Saturday, and then you've got a, a very difficult tie. Um, not that Wincanton, of course, isn't, but um, Cheddar on the horizon as well. It's going, to be, um, um, it's going to be an interesting Christmas period for you, isn't it? Yeah, we already looked at the fixtures we had and we knew it was going to be a, a tough winter for us. So we're just trying to pick up as much points as we can against the teams above us and teams around us. And uh, keep doing what we're doing. I, I think if you look at our results, we've beaten a lot of teams above us, but then we've gone and lost the teams lower down in the league. There, I mean, there's a four-point gap between yourselves and Radstock in sixth, and then it's relatively bunched um, with the uh, with the top six. From what you've seen of the sides in the first division this season, is that a flare, is that a fair reflection? Is it the top six and then yourselves, or is that, uh, or actually, do you think you're closer to one of those FA Cup spots than um, than perhaps the table would suggest at the moment? I think we're closer to an FA Cup spot than the table or the results will say. Uh, if if anyone watched our games over the last couple of weeks. They'd look at it. I know the pitch has been heavy, but we've played decent football. And on Saturday, I don't think at any point we thought we were going to lose the game. It's it's a bit mixed. This season, I think any team can go out and beat any team on your day. But getting it right and getting that bit of consistency going, if you look at Roman Glass, they've gone on and won a few games in a row and just put them up top or close to the top of the league. So they've got that bit of consistency at the minute. If we can get that going as well, we say we won't be up there at the end of the season. Well, well I, I certainly couldn't have said it any better myself, Dave, because I think that um, the results this season have shown that in the first division any side can beat 
um, any side on their day. It's just going to be that question of consistency. Having said that, of all the teams that you've faced so far this season, which um, which teams have impressed you the most so far? I thought Westbury were pretty strong. Keynesham were strong. Um, Roman Glass was strong as well, but comes back to that game where we lost 5-2. Maybe it shouldn't have been a 5-2 game, but they took their chances. They finished it well, and we didn't. On the day, we weren't good enough, but we've beat Keynesham, who I think will be strong this season. Westbury beat, who they did look strong, but on our day, we were very good. It'll be between those three, but no reason we can't sneak and get involved and uh, push on. No pressure on the lads, but I want to be up there. I don't just want to take part. And my thanks to Dave for his time. Um, from Bishop Sutton to Bishop's Lydiard, and uh, they were at home to Portishead Town. Yeah, pretty surprising result this one. Bishop's Lydiard um, doing pretty well recently, uh, but unfortunately fell to a 2 0 loss at home to Portishead. Obviously, bottom of the table, Portishead coming into this one. Um, pretty well. Uh, on, the, on, the, on the other hand, uh, a really good win for them. So, yeah, uh, good three points for Portishead, a 2 0 win away from home. Calm Town, uh, they were at home to, to table top in Canesham Town. Yeah, nobody can slow Kenshin down at the moment and Calm were the latest side to, to take a, a 3-0 defeat at home <coughs> against the Kays. Uh, they left it late before winning this one. That was 0-0 after 75 minutes, so three very late goals. Uh, it was James Ollis that, that set them on their way, uh, putting them ahead, uh, and then very soon after it was Jordan Ancy who headed home for another uh, before Matt Kernel getting injury time out of the third. And, uh, yeah, Kenshin roll on and build a three-point lead at the top of the table. Chippenham Park now. They were at home to Almondsbury. Yeah, Chippen Park not been having the best of times, so but they did come from behind to, to claim victory in this one. Uh, Alex Bist had fired Almondsbury ahead before Lewis McCarran grabbed an equaliser for the host. Uh, and then deep in stoppage time, Gary Locke uh, pounced for the winning goal. Uh, a 2-1 win for Chippen and Park uh, to uh, hand them their sixth league win of the campaign. Now, it looks like Devizes Town against Cheddar didn't beat the weather, Tom. No, I think this one had started. I think it was one all at maybe just after half time before it was abandoned, unfortunately. So I think it might have been to do with floodlight failure or something. So, yeah, um, that one will have to be replayed, I believe. And um, uh, also another team, another game that didn't beat the weather Malmesbury Victoria against Corsham Town. Yeah, the Flying Monk Ground, unfortunately, no action there on Saturday, but they'll be back for more, I'm sure. Right, Oldland Abertonians, they were at home to High Flying Westbury and something of a, of a return to form for our Wiltshire side. Yeah, indeed, a huge 5-1 win away from home for them. Uh, a pair of first-half goals from Dan Kovacs saw them saw them lead at the break. Uh, and then after half-time, uh, Jordan Pinder and Ricky Holbert added further goals. Uh, and, uh, yeah, a pretty comprehensive 5-1 win for Westbury, I should say. Uh, back in form at just the right time before the, the, the busy uh, Christmas period. Well, another Wiltshire side hitting form is Warminster Town, and they entertained mm. Chard. Yeah, it's good to see them doing well again. Um, they started the season quite well before having a little bit of a blip. So, yeah, 3-1 win for, for Warminster. Uh, goals for them from Eben Mortimer-Taylor, Mark Young and Charlie Walton, helping them to the, to the win over Chard at uh, Weymouth Street. Welton Rovers, the Green Army, they entertained Ashton and Backwell United. Yeah, and they fell behind in this one. Um, uh, Paul Uppington had put the visitors ahead in the early stages of the second half, but they managed to, to fight back and gain a point, Welton, that is, uh, with Shaq Green heading home. Uh, yeah, to, to secure a one-all draw. And the biggest gate, by the looks of things, in the first division there, so hats off to Welton. And finally, uh, Wincanton Town, they entertain Radstock Town and neither side at the races. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's a one-all draw there, so I share the points, and it was uh, Marcus Cook who's done pretty well this season for Wincanton. Uh, he managed to grab their goal in the, uh, the one-all draw. Uh, we'll take a look now at the fixtures coming up uh, this week, and we start on Wednesday the 13th of December in the Premier Division, Tom. 
yeah, just the, the solitary fixture on, on Wednesday evening, but it's a big one. It's Bradford Town uh, against Cadbury Heath uh, in the Premier Division. That's a 7.30 kick-off. Uh, Bradford back in action on Saturday. Saturday the 16th looks like a full uh, programme. Tom, do you want to run us through the Premier Division? Yeah, of course. So in the Premier Division, uh, we've got Bitten versus Cleveland Town. Uh, Bridport, they host Cadbury Heath. Uh, Bridgewater, they travel to take on Brislington. Uh, Buckland Athletic, they host Chipping Sodbury Town. We've got Cribs versus Shepton Mallet. Hengrove Athletic versus Wells City. We've got Longwell Green Sports. Uh, we've got, uh, they take on Street. Uh, Melchon Town versus Hallen. Uh, Odd Town versus Woodland Rovers. And finally, Bradford Town, uh, they travel to take on Wellington. And in the first division, uh, Bishop Sutton take on Wincanton Town. Bishops Lydiard entertain Ashton and Backwell United. Bristol Telephones are at home to Almondsbury. Chippenham Park take on Malmesbury Victoria. Kensham Town are at home to Portishead Town. Old and Abertonians entertain Calm Town. Roman Glass St George take on Chard Town. Sherbourne Town are at home to Radstock Town. Warminster Town are at home to Devizes Town. Welton Rovers, they're at home to Cheddar. And Westbury United... They're at home to Corsham Town. And as we take a look over the fixtures coming up this week, Tom, what tickles your fancy? I mean, it's a pretty big week in the Premier Division. Obviously, we would expect uh, Street to, to claim the three points against Longwell Green Sports, who obviously have been doing better as, uh, as of recent times. But So that means uh, the likes of Willand and Bradford, uh, two tough away games for them, but they're going to have to keep winning to, to maintain any, any chance of toppling Street. So Willand travelled to take on Odd Down, who are doing all right recently. And Wellington, uh, they host Bradford, uh, Bradford in, a, in a big game where Wellington obviously doing well at home recently. Yeah, I think that Will and Rovers game against Odd Down will be very, um, will be very interesting, particularly with, with Will and having to travel. Um, I hope, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, Touchwood, um, to be at Melksham Town's game against um, against Hallen. That's the game I'm hoping to get to, not for any reason other than. Um, as uh, regular listeners will know, I've not been in the best of health recently. I don't really want to go too far, but um, the opportunity of a of a warming afternoon in the Sky Bar um, is uh, is hopefully um, on the cards for me. And uh, what about in the first division, Tom? Telephones playing Almondsbury. Both teams looking in, in need of a win to, to get any any momentum. Uh, we've also got Kingsham. Can they be stopped? They're taking on Port's head, and maybe a maybe a big scoreline there. But Port's head did grab the grab the win on Saturday, so yeah, it'll be an interesting little tussle there. Well, I've um, I've got my eye on the small matter of a Welton Rovers game with Cheddar, it, very very nearly a derby. One of those games with two sides not um, a million miles away, geographically speaking, but um, I'm certainly keenly contested the games that um, I used to watch on a regular basis when I was at Summer Valley FM. Good to see both of those sides going well again this season. So I think that could be an absolute cracker, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if with that fixture. Possibly with the exception of the Canesham Town um, game, I wonder whether Welton might top the uh, uh, top the attendance list again. Um, before we go and have a look at the league tables, um, we do, of course, have our regular weekly um, uh, parish notices section. Um, not a great deal coming in from the clubs at this particular moment in time, but I will put out a little bit of a reminder that if you've got any Christmas events coming up, then please let us know because we'd like to give them a shout out on the on the podcast and uh, hopefully put a few more bums on seats. Um, the uh, the other thing I wanted to mention this week is that um, I, I, I may live to regret this, listeners, but I've actually compiled a survey um, which um, you can fill in if you visit the uh, the Toolstation Western League website. That's toolstationleague.com for those of you who uh, who don't know um, who haven't visited the uh, the website before. But um, toolstationleague.com. Uh, and uh, yes, you can tell us what you think of the podcast. We'd very much like to hear from you. But yeah, we're we're very keen on improving um, what we do within reason. Neither Tom or I 
um, uh, do this for the money. We do it for the love. So um, um, we do try and compile a, a reasonable um, piece of audio for you every week. But um, we are interested in any suggestions you might have. So if you do get a chance to give us, it's very, only a couple of questions. Um, uh, it'd be great to uh, it'd be great to hear from you. And remember that link to the to the survey is on toolstationleague.com. Now then, Tom, um, from one fine publication to another. Um, your bulletin is also available on toolstationleague.com, isn't it? Yeah, indeed, yeah. Uh, one of the, the, uh, the tabs on top of the homepage says bulletin, and then you can download um, the latest one in Word and PDF format. And are you uh, also in print in this week's non-league paper? Yeah, indeed, in the Step 5 and 6 section. Uh, I think the 200-odd words in the, uh, on the Premier Division uh, fixtures, which took place on Saturday. Excellent. Well, in that case, we've only got one final thing to do, and that's have a quick look uh, at the league tables. Tom, do you want to give us the runners and the riders in the Premier Division? Of course, yeah. So at the top, we've got Street, of course, 19 games played. Uh, they have 47 points. Uh, Willing keeping pace, they've got uh, two games now, and they've played 17. They've got 41 points, so they're six behind. Uh, and then we've got Bradford in third, 16 games played, 37 points. And then Melksham in fourth, uh, they've played 17, they have 32 points, as do Buckland, who's played a game more. Uh, and then at the bottom, no longer in sports, uh, they've got the two points now from 19 games. Uh, well City up in 19th, they've got 11 points from 19 games. And then Hallen uh, in 18th, they've played 16 and they have 13 points. And down in the first division, Canesham Town top the table, 21 played, 43 points on the board. Roman Glass St George in second, a game less played than Canesham and only three points behind, so that's certainly hotting up. Uh, Westbury United, 20 games, um, 20 games played, 39 points. Then Cheddar, 19 games played, 37 points. And Welton Rovers, of course, we were talking about those two meeting at the weekend and uh, Welton could um, potentially go above uh, Cheddar uh, with a positive result. Uh, Welton played 20, they've got 30. 34 points, exactly the same number of points as um, as their Summer Valley rivals, um, Radstock Town, who've played one game less. At the bottom, Portishead, strongest team in the league, propping the rest of them up. 21 played, um, 13 points, exactly the same number of points as Sherbourne Town, who've played only 19 games, and then just above them, it's Ashton and Backwell. 22 played, 21 points. So uh, that concludes our look down the league table. Um, Tom, thank you very much indeed for your time this evening, and um, okay. I'd look forward to uh, catching up with you uh, next week on the Tool Station Western League podcast.